What's cracking, bitches? And welcome to episode 225 of the Good Cracking Podcast. I, one of your hosts tonight, are Noah Pearson, alongside the man who believes we're still getting a PS5 Slim, Brevin Devin, the dude. I mean, you are the one that uh, denies things nope. happening. I mean, nope. case in point, look at Final Not Fantasy happening. VII Rebirth. Not happening. You know what I'm saying? You're wrong. You're so wrong. <laughs> look, a lot put, of the things put, I say just somehow come to fruition. Put the because... judge in front of me and have him look me in the fucking eyes and say, it's yeah. A, it's a woman. The judge is, is a woman. I said put the judge in front of me and have them look me in the fucking eyes and say, you're getting a PS5 Slim. That's what I need, and then I'll then I'll I'll bow. I'll bow to the old. But you're not Devin. getting a PS5 Slim because you're you're not going to buy one because you already have a PS5. You don't know. I'm going to buy a PS5 you don't know Slim. That. Maybe maybe I'm excessive as fuck, and maybe I'll just say, yeah, I'll buy one of those too, just just to show you. you should just get a v- you're you a Sony get... shill, Ernell. You're a Sony <laughs> shill. Actually, no, you shouldn't just get a VR. You should buy a fucking GPU. Well, I I still have yours to buy. I, I got to give you the money for it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm slacking. I, I've been I've been busy moving. I've been busy doing shit. It's uh, I'm working on it. All right, I'm working on it, Devin. I'm trying. I'm trying. He's still in the green screen room. I think you should just get a better one now because the they're way cheaper. You can get like a thirty seventy for like three hundred fifty bucks now. Yeah, only only three hundred fifty. Only, yeah, yeah, thank you, DJ. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, no, hey, I, hey, I am. Affirm, affirm. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I don't I know what you mean. the thing, you know what I'm saying? Let me just uh, window shop. But DJ, yes, I am still in the affamed uh, green, screen, green screen room. Uh, it is. Uh, yeah, none, of, none of this in the background is real. And I, yeah, I noticed no, that you updated and put a bunch of papers across the keyboard. And a headset. I, yeah, nice. I did. I did. Uh, Photoshop yeah, that in. You can. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, it's there. That's some good cut and placement there. You know. Yeah. yeah if you look real close here, I'll go ahead and grab. I. <laughs> oh, it's stuck. It's stuck. That I can't. I can't move it. It's crazy. Man. It's crazy. Uh, see, like these headphones, I'd use these, but these headphones right here, uh, but they're dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't, yeah, you know, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, they're dead, man. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the man who looks like he's pondering the orb is Devin's little cherry blossom, Gedek Bartholomew. He's finding the little shit. I don't know. Yeah, um, yes. yes. Yeah, knew furry it. little asshole. I called there him. he is. Furry little oh, asshole. Furry little, little asshole shit. meowed. She, you. Yeah, she went meow. Meow? Yeah, she meowed. <laughs> she meowed into the mic that time. <laughs> Garrick, how are you this fine Tuesday evening? Uh, y'all ever, like, have times where, like, you don't feel like you're living your own life, like you're living your life like third person? Does that ever happen to Sims? anybody? Dude, I'm being, like, I'm being, like, half serious. Like, does that ever, like, do you ever have, like, that sort of, like, fucking like i know that's i i know i know it's like fucking there's a word for it i'm spacing the exact word um uh what <coughs> fuck is it this i know it's disassociation like yeah, i, I understand say, I, like, I was like it's fucking yeah i was like hold on like my brain dude like like i said like things have been processing a little slow this week so give me a second i was like i understand perfectly that it's i know that it's disassociation like i know that Right. Yeah. But like it doesn't change like the fucking surreal feeling that like you're not quite living your own life, dude. 
And I felt like that way for like the last like two or three days, and I'm kind of over. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think what I'm trying to say is maybe my anxiety is really bad, and I'm ready <laughs> for my vacation. See, I have I have two different versions of that that I experience. One where it's like yours, where I'm like I deserve nothing, and I'm not really here, and I'm just like this mirage that's in front of me. Um, but yeah, I also dude. have another version that is that I call. Uh, shark daddy um where i'm super horny and uh i'm a god and <laughs> nothing can touch me <laughs> and a playstation when, uh, when you're so disassociated the ego just takes the driver's seat just, for a little it just, bit it just jumps up yeah. front you know what I'm saying? That, like, i yeah. thought that was captain dragon <laughs> no no see that's my uh cousin uh yeah captain dragon uh he's a licensed pirate captain uh he's yeah, yeah he's he hasn't yeah. been around a lot he's he's been he's been doing a lot of sailing lately he's been on the seven seas you know what i mean uh he's he's been kind of is he on a submersible no 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 he doesn't believe in that uh he's <laughs> he's zoom tight you know what i mean uh which but... reminds me i have something i uh i was doing some he, research he's pulling out the logitech into controller some in, into some development and I and I think I think Ernell came across my, the same findings too. Did but, I? Uh, yeah, yeah. The prototype for the Good Kraken submarine with our own um, controller-based systems. Mm, it's in Sitka. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, it's all it's also um, in prototype right now. It's not quite um, perfected. You guys yet, seen but... the? Someone someone made a someone made a Decepticon based off of the Ocean Gate submersible. <laughs> They call no. it imploder. <laughs> it, it, it looks pretty rad. And pretty um, rad. for anybody who thinks I'm a piece of shit for laughing at that situation, um, I'm laughing at you too. So uh, fuck you. Yeah, that's of course that's that's acceptable. That's acceptable. Uh, so for our audience at home, um, we have the official good Kraken submersible um, where we drop in boys is uh, what we've. <laughs> a project where we drop in boys is where 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 we've taken this so far. Uh, DJ, could you explain to the audio listeners what we're looking at here? Uh, um, so right now we're looking at looks like a, <laughs> a <laughs> like a little fuel tank, little propane uh, tank. Yeah. you know, very elongated. Yeah, <laughs> looks like a sub submarine, and it seems to be a PS. A submersible, sorry, sorry. It looks like a gray PlayStation 1 or 2 controller. Oh, no, one. PlayStation 1 controller can, wrapped around the hook of, on top of the, the quote, submersible, which and may see, or may what, not be a, pro, uh, a, a gas tank outside of someone's house. And see, your, your description is wrong because this is our submersible. Uh, with our it doesn't have GK branding on it. it. Doesn't even have GK color. Well, we haven't painted so. it yet. We haven't gotten it painted oh, okay. yet. Me, me and Devin yeah, it's, it's, it's a white tank yeah, with a little red little um, knob on top. So. Yeah, yeah, and and our a famed submersible controller. It looks like uh, a white Beats pill. If you could imagine that, audio listeners. 
If you can imagine that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're we're working on again. It's prototyped right now. Uh, we haven't quite perfected. Look at the next image, or no? Look at the next oh, image. Oh god! Oh god! Do I want to do this? Do I want to do? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, do, you kind of do, 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 honestly. Um. <laughs> 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 this toy yeah. does not float back up. <laughs> hold up, hold up. The people, the people, the people need to see this. This, this is pretty fucking gold, honestly. This is... <laughs> okay, and uh, we're just gonna go ahead and uh, the greatest moment in human go history. Go to this wonderful. Uh... <laughs> Fuck the Great Pyramids, dude. This is this is unity as far as this is the eighth wonder of the world. With <laughs> with Battle Master Low Tech, dude. And what's that say? <laughs> More, more than meets the eye, huh? Okay, uh, they really, <laughs> they really let that stay there. Okay, collaborative. <laughs> Decepticon imploder. Wow, man, this special. That's special, dude. I can't believe the Titanic has been sank for however many years, and he just clocked in another Predator missile. Like I just can't, <laughs> or a counter UAV at least. <laughs> I don't, I don't. <laughs> That's a reli- that's a reliable player. I've been playing Call of Duty a lot again lately. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. We also have the man who loves Transformers. It is Good Kraken's very own DJ <laughs> DJ um <laughs> how are you today uh not being in a sub submersible? Um, you know, I I've been in the heat. You've been in the uh, heat. I woke up this Jesus morning, Christ, man. How's uh, that doesn't hurt the the old loins, does it? If you will, you know what I'm saying. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. Okay. You know, because okay. my loins are strong, actually, strong loins, you know. <laughs> <laughs> strong. Loins. What's funny? It's not funny. It's not funny. It's not for don't. Laugh. <laughs> You know, in, in Daisy, we call that hilarious. a strong pulse. It's not even, in Daisy. It's not even remotely hilarious. Not even a chuckle. In my Daisy service. chuckle worthy. Servers, we call it a strong pulse. I just know me and Garrick both fucking lost our shit to that. Uh, <laughs> He's able to fucking not, cry. Not, not even remotely funny. Good so strong anyway. loins. Go on. Go on, DJ. What's anyway, strong loins, baby? I woke up. Uh, AC went kaput. It's still yes. blowing, but it's not like uh, it was still blowing, but it can't blow cold air. So yeah, um, yeah. I was, uh, and it's it was 97 degrees when I checked, w- with 51 percent humidity, which makes it 106. Uh, makes it feel like 106. So I was slow roasting in my house, basically, uh, shirt off, um, just Ooh. trying not to be irritated. Uh, but we got someone to come and fix it really fast. Um, so you know, was something it? Was about a uh, compressor, water pump. Uh, it was like uh, the water. Uh, it's something that stuck. It was like uh, the the guy said it was red. The thing on it was red, and he had to clear it out. And uh, now it's slowly coming back to. Ooh. And it was like okay. overheating or some shit. Okay. Um, you guys changing your filters regularly? You gotta make sure you do that. You know. Mm-hmm. I have no See, clue. There there it's there not. It that's not my problem. That's not my. That's not my. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's totally fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's your problem when the fucking AC goes out, bro. Yeah, yeah it is my dad, problem. This is, this is, like, this it's is not your world. Problem. I'm just living in it. You uh, know what I'm saying? Like, 
Um, plus, the guy was Vietnamese, and I, I could not, uh, he could not speak English that well, so, like, I, oh, I couldn't wow. really okay. understand what he, what wait, he wait, meant. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold the fucking phone. Hold the fucking phone. He was phone. speaking to me in English. Please, Joe, hold How am the I supposed to understand? <laughs> you, you had a hard time understanding the Viet when you, yourself, are yes. Viet. Wow, yes, that's that's because he focused on learning French so much, so he knew how to combat them in dialogue. And... I I forgot all my French that I took, so I yeah, nah, I, I totally fuck get you that. Frenchies. I anyway, just, like even like with my with my when my family moves from the Philippines, I I can like at least kind of pick out what they're what they're trying but, like, to, it's, to dish. You know what I'm saying? When you're like, surrounded by people who speak English all day, <laughs> you like I'll only get uh like that sense of knowing Vietnamese back if I go back to Vietnam. And I haven't been back to Vietnam in, in years. So, like, um, I mean, of course, my mom and dad speak it, but, like, it... So, are, are they are they pretty fluent, your mom and dad? Yeah, yeah. They're they're from... They're born and raised in Vietnam. Like... No, I mean, I, like, are they fluent English speaker? Like, like no, like... No, not, not fluent. Or, like, they understand most, like, 80%, I'd say. 80%. Okay. There. So, your, your dad's not, like... My mom still like... asks me for, like... How to pronounce certain things. You're not like, you know, having like a Viet friend try to talk to your dad and he's like, I'm from Brooklyn. Like, <laughs> it's, all, it's all like that. You know, your dad's like, he oh. still kind of has a bit of a bit of an accent going on. Okay. All right. All right. No. Yeah. So you have. Less... I mean, I can, I can read it and I can, I can speak, I can speak a little bit. I can understand it more so. Um, but. Um, I don't no, know. You, you were speaking I... to me. He was speaking to me in English. I'm, I'm, fe- I'm feeling. Explain. I feel like DJ's hiding something, guys. I feel like that DJ's not telling us the what whole truth. What am I supposed here. to be hiding? Um, yeah. What are you getting at here, now? DJ are you just trying to gaslight is, someone again. DJ's in the Barbie movie. I think is what he's trying to get at. He's not willing to admit it yet because it's not out. I'm yet. actually an Oppenheimer, but close one. Yeah. We're gonna see you twice. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's go. Oppenheimer first. Everybody, everybody who's listening, everyone's watching Oppenheimer first, then Barbie. Yeah. What, what yep. was what was that post? That's how I feel. What was that post? That said you have to like watch Oppenheimer and then get like a nice cigar and like a martini in or some shit like that. Yeah, and yeah. Then, and, and then you and go then to go Barbie go and like... Barbie for like margaritas and like fucking. Yeah. There you go. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 You can't. You can't. Like you can't go Barbie and then Oppenheimer. That's like that's like asking for like a toaster bathtub situation. Like you're oh, gonna be just depressed. Cause, cause yeah. We, no, that's fair. That's fair. I saw like so, some people had early screenings and they said Oppenheimer was horrifying like three oh. hours of just like actually just like people were leaving the the theater like mid movie like because oh. they couldn't handle it so it's like more like a horror-esque film so it is oppenheimer first then barbie as a palate cleanse like you you have to cleanse mentally after I mean, Oppenheimer. <laughs> that makes sense, man. Like, given the fact that it's like it's like it's a Nolan film first and foremost, right? Yeah, Where like, happen... so, like it's gonna be crazy, and like it's literally like this. This isn't meant to be like some magnum opus about how like Oppenheimer, some great dude. It's the story nah, about it's how Oppenheimer to, it's to gave mankind the technology to fucking destroy itself. 
So yeah, it's gonna have three it's gonna, hour it's mental, gonna be totally pretty strong, I imagine. Three hours of mental melting, like the radio the the radiation's in the fucking film that the turning in the fucking projector. Like all you, six, all like you, sixteen miles of it or whatever. You are gonna be melting in your seat and you're gonna be like this this is too much. And then you go see Barbie and all, all your faith in humanity is restored. <laughs> Barbenheimer. <laughs> what like what if you instead of going and seeing one and then seeing the other, you just kept going back and forth? Like you wait like first what if, what act, if it was, you go and see the next one. What if you're in the same universe? Emotional whiplash. Mm -hmm. What if Oppenheimer and Barbie was in the same universe? You know what I'm saying? I, like what if that's saw, like a connection? I saw a meme on Facebook because they were talking about how like Barbie's dream house popped up in Beverly Miami. Hills or whatever. Miami, yeah. Or Miami, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then um someone's just like oh man they're setting up Oppenheimer with a great um, publicity marketing stunt what if barbie is just the mannequins coming to life that they use to test the nukes on you know they have nuke town you know yeah. what if barbie is like what the mannequins are, are thinking no, my, of seeing my favorite then, Oppenheimer is a prequel to the hills have dude. eyes my oh yeah kind of my my favorite <laughs> fucking uh twitter like um uh, format right now is one that's like like i saw this tweet that said uh oh oppenheimer has the opportunity to do the funniest thing ever right now and it just oh, shows it the barbie the... dream house yeah. <laughs> i'm like what does that mean what are they gonna do are they gonna bomb the barbie the new barbie house in miami dude like yeah, Barbie's a prequel to Oppenheimer. <laughs> no. And Oppenheimer is the prequel to The Hills Have Eyes. Mm. And The Hills Have mm. Eyes is the prequel to uh... Barbie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It works in a loop, dude. Yeah, it's is... a loop. It's a loop. It's, and they're they're all loop. they're all uh, prequels to Tenet. But tonight we're not talking about Tenet because tonight we have some fun stuff for you guys because this is the good cracking podcast your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news reviews and discussions that you specifically you you don't know me you don't know me i'm jason statham uh <laughs> that you want to hear live every tuesday at 7 p.m and saturdays at 12 p.m if you're islands wave you can head on over to our discord channel where you can submit questions and topics of the show get exclusive post-show content and soon have early access episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital See, Yargi. Yargi. Yargin Dargin. But if you've emptied your pockets with the latest and greatest of entertainment, that is totally fine. You can watch us record this episode live right here at twitch.tv slash good cracking show show show. Thank you, Devin. Uh, if you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime DJ. Tell them. Prime Gaming. And we would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you that are listening or watching at home. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Review. Thank you, DJ. <laughs> Garrick's third person experience. What's up? Uh, we have some captain's orders, my friend. 
that's, uh, that's how I'm going to refer to you until, until you get to like become of yourself again. Uh, guys, our newest episode of the Shipwreck Show is live on YouTube and your podcast service of choice. You can check that one out now. Uh, we got a chance to talk about some fun stuff like Shipwreck Show usually does. Um, it is actually probably one of the more fun ones that we've had. I, I know that uh, we typically have like ridiculous stories when it comes to shipwreck but this one was like i felt like we had a good energy for this last, last episode we weren't all i already forgot what we talked about it was uh our childhood <laughs> oh, memories, I childhood memories. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah embarrassing yeah. childhood stories yeah unfortunately <laughs> um, but I actually, it was a good topic garrick i've actually told a couple people about your magnet Experience. Dude, it's fucking like I mean I I fucking told it on the podcast like that story is public like now like yeah, I I can't be upset if the story public, now gets retold, yeah. but like I dude it's a funny fucking story I mean like it it just is dude it's just a funny fucking story. it's just the chances of that happening are molecularly <laughs> like, small molecularly small and this yeah still made it uh, I like how you're putting an emphasis on small here. Or no? Well, just the chant. Like, I mean, you're you're talking like it's not. It's not like the man has five <laughs> foot by five foot ball. Small. You know what I'm saying? It's not like this small magnet and the square footage you have available to you. That is, you're nuts. Look, man, if it you wasn't small, it was small right after that. Man, they, I'll tell you what. themselves really were so fucking like tiny. They were like. I can't. I'm trying to like. I've been trying. I've seriously been trying to like think of like an like a common item equivalent to like associated to, but I just fucking don't. Like they were less than an inch across, and like they were like maybe an inch wide. Like they were very small magnets, and and they were round, so they didn't have an edge. And and that arguably is probably what made it worse too, because it probably made it hurt more. Because it was, yes, because, you're, because it was very, it was, it, dude, it was pit, it pinched. Yeah. Like it, it pinched just, like, a, like a pinch, you know what I'm saying? Like, ah, yeah. like and, and so, like bullets prove that something small enough can like penetrate. It can penetrate. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you, you, you had this almost penetrate. Anyways, the, the point is, <laughs> dude, it like, it like seriously, like you thinking about it too long, like makes my balls <laughs> it's just like dude i i gives me the shivers i have since prayed for your balls every day and my own honestly i'm like over here trying to keep my hands free when i'm on the toilet like make sure for safety reasons make sure that seat is down all the way dude well, see, my my thing uh, is, I I have I have uh, some extra leeway here because I actually pretty much take up the entire toilet hole. You know what I'm saying? Like the toilet like lid hole. My thick juicy cake just that just thick be, juicy just be bussing, just be bussing in that hole. You know what I'm saying? And so like I I don't have to worry too <laughs> so over this. I don't have to worry so much about magnets falling in and like clamping their way Dude, down, I was like a saying? string bean of a child too like I was so thin like was I was like a very skinny kid. like this <laughs> like so this dude might as well so have like, been dude, like it was standing like up me, it was like me <laughs> like you know like my butt's up against like the back of the little toilet seat and there's like bowl like it had so much room to hit water first you guys See, the, the, my situation happened to me like 
Remember when I had that apartment off of Seventy Second? It happened to me there. I I think I've had. Anyway, I'm. We're not gonna go there. Anyways, <laughs> what you guys, you, what you guys need to know is that you need to go watch the latest episode of Shipwreck Show to understand what the hell was going on here. Uh, and trust me, you want to understand what the hell was going on here. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, everybody, we are going to move into our first segment. Garrick, tell them what that is. Hey yo, it's time for us to talk about some of the fun old things we've been watching or playing. So put your hands on your deck. Oh. It's time for hands on deck. <laughs> I, I thought Ernel I pushed just goes, it. Oh. Ernell just like really just went. <laughs> I thought I thought I pushed it. I was incorrect. Uh, guys, hands on deck is our little hands-on segment where we talk about some things that we've been playing or watching or doing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And we present them to each other with some uh, very quick reviews. And uh, we present them to you guys at home uh, to hopefully give you guys an opinion on uh, what to expect when you go into some of these things so that you're not wasting your time or your money. Because nobody likes to do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, So, firstly, what we've got here on the table is actually something that me and Devin um, have watched of recent. And Devin, my dude, let's... uh, I, well, I don't know. Garrick and DJ, did you guys watch this yet? No, I haven't seen the first one either, actually. Ooh, Ooh you guys are Y'all need some to, fucking fun. You boys. need to watch them. They're, they're, they're both on Netflix. I so. tell you what. Uh, so the movie that me and Devin are going to be talking about here today is a little movie known as Extraction 2, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my man, Devin, let's talk about it, my dude. Uh I'll, I'll kind of take this off here very, very quickly. So Extraction 1, we have some things happen at the very end of the movie. Um, we get some follow-up in Extraction 2 where we find out those things happened. And uh, our man's still kicking ass. He's still here. Tyler Rake, uh, as one you will, um, is a uh, hired gun uh, who l- lost his son to uh, blood cancer basically. Um, and it's talked about in the first movie, uh, the events of the first movie happens and this movie he's hired again for a new mission. And Oh boy, does that mission take off when you find out, uh, what exactly he is doing and who he is doing it for. Uh, with that said, Devin, what were your thoughts on extraction to my boy? So, uh, also to give a little bit more information to, um, DJ and Garrick here, these movies are directed and written by the Russo brothers, too. God damn, are they? Yeah. God so damn. Just, just to give you an idea of the caliber of movie, um, and Chris Hemsworth stars as Tyler Rake. So this movie does uh, start off directly after the events of the first movie, yeah. um, which a lot of us didn't think there were going to be a second movie, honestly, until they announced it like a month after release. <laughs> Yeah, for whatever reason, yeah. Yeah. Um, Regardless of the first movie being very successful. And actually, I'm pretty sure it was critically acclaimed, too. Very much Uh, so. Yeah, for, I mean, this was one of Netflix's first uh, jumps into a big, massive AAA blockbuster-type film uh, under Mm -hmm. their own production team. And so uh, it definitely felt like it at the time, and it certainly felt like it in this goddamn movie. (laughs) Yeah, um... 
This movie is explosive, man. God damn it! Like I, I think I think that's the best way that you could describe this movie as explosive. It is after the first what do you say, like twenty, twenty five minutes? Yeah. 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 It's just go, 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 go the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's got everything from train scenes to helicopter scenes to high rise scenes to prison breakouts to prison fights to Pretty much anything you would want in an action movie. Crazy stunts. Um, that this <laughs> Shady Games drops hammer. Get me the fucking gun. Get me the fucking gun. <laughs> <laughs> this is Des and this is Troy. Together they destroy. Troy destroy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a good um, line. I love him. Same, same. Um, but uh, that this movie does also have like a a well-written story along with it with you know stakes that make sense to give reason for tyler to want to keep doing this kind of work even when he yeah was not wanting to do it so um also uh we get to see our our boy our boy from phantom liberty is also in this he's got a small little part yeah, but, uh, dude, no fucking Idris wild, Elba. Idris Elba's is in this, in this movie. Uh, came yeah. out of fucking uh-huh. nowhere and did not realize he was on the cast for this. Uh, yeah. But that was fucking cool, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and uh, we do know there's going to be a number three, by the way, too. Um, spoilers aside, they've already announced it on the, you know. Yeah, yeah, contracts. Out of reason, number, John Wick and number three. John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> extraction crossover, that's what You know, uh, honestly, like, I'd be for it. And the, there's no reason why they couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I know for sure, for sure. Uh, D- DJ, before we we have you ask your question here, what I want to make sure that we double down on is kind of what your guys's expectations can be going into this movie, since both you and Garrick have not seen either of these films. Um, every action set piece is a single pan shot. Um, yeah, mm. and so they have just this tremendous, tremendous like camera work that they do. Uh, where the camera's shifting in and out of cars, it's shifting from a second stories down to the to the first story, from people getting thrown off the balcony and the camera's following that person getting dropped. Um, there's things like the camera going from like the front of the person and they're shooting, and then the camera turns to their back, and like there's so much just stunning camera work in these movies that mm-hmm. like amplify the intensity a whole lot more. Um, but the choreography that goes along with them is John Wick calibers of fucking dope and visceral and violent. And I, I tell you, dude, if you if y'all want like, that like Call of Duty campaign experience in a movie, this fucking movie is going to be one of them, my dudes. I, uh, I mean, this is Call of Duty, the video, the, the movie. It really effectively, is. effectively. DJ, yeah. go ahead. That, that, that was what I was going to ask was um would you compare these these two films to like the first two modern warfares like the first one is cod 4 and then the this second one is modern warfare 2 like it's it, it expands on the original while also being bigger bolder like we know we're the shit yes. we're showing you all this yes so 100%. that's what I was going to ask like uh, do you guys feel that way about this this uh the second film Kevin go ahead yes absolutely um 100% and uh 
like Chris Hemsworth kicks more ass in these movies than he does as Thor. Like 100%. 100%, dude. Jesus Christ, like, man. <laughs> he, he really does. Thor's uh, my the least single... favorite Avenger. Really? Good good choice. Good choice. I mean, like, here's the deal, though. Like, you don't really know what you're getting into fully until you see Thor with short hair take someone's face and push it through a fucking rake that's on the floor. <laughs> and then you're like, all right, the gas is fucking getting hit, boys. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. actively is taking AK-47s and smashing people what in the head. What if Thor was it. John Wick? <laughs> I, I mean, effectively, man. And see, like, uh, that's I, what this is. Uh, I, 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 I feel that, uh, yes, Xander, we're talking extraction two specifically, uh, but Garrick and DJ haven't seen one or two yet. So we're kind of pitching both of them to them actively. Um, the the cool the cool thing here is that I I think that the story in this is more closely relative to the newer modern warfare remakes, um, <clears throat> whereas like something like Lone Survivor or something like that would be closer to like the original modern warfare's because yeah. they're more like squadron soldier oriented in the original modern warfare's, where this is more like the character is the character and they individually kick ass and you're watching them individually kick ass with other individuals that also fucking kick ass uh, because yeah. there's some characters that are that are kind of side characters in the first one that are active characters in this one um, and mm. they're involved in the fucking badassery that you see unfold uh, before your eyes so yeah it's uh yeah yeah and with the way that they do the single pan shots in in these movies it's like 100% through Tyler's perspective. Yeah. Like 100%. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. Um, because it, it gives you like that, that like, it gives you those moments where like you're viewing things happening from a perspective, whether instead of just watching it happen, does that, does that make like any sense? It, you know it, it feels mean? like third person over the shoulder shooter in the like mm -hmm. resident evil way, not the division yeah. two way. And so, like, like it feels like you're being more personally involved in what's going on because the camera is so close into what the character is experiencing in their personal circle. And boy, do they show that shit in the choreography, I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah. But I think Devin would probably agree to kind of, like, you know, put a bow on your question, DJ. Uh, the second one definitely takes what happens in the first one and ups the ante. Mm -hmm. Like, just turns the notch up to, like, nine, dude. Because, like, some of the shit they do in this second one is even more wild than what they did in the first one. Where the first one, he's, like, extracting a kid, and he has to go through buildings in India, and he's just fucking wiping, just mowing the lawn with these fucking guys yeah. uh, going through buildings in India. And in this one, there's, like... An entire like prison raid that he has to fight through. There's an entire train chase scene that he's like killing people on this train. There's like an entire like car chase scene where he's actively shooting people from a vehicle while he's driving. Is, and like is larger. It, it just the scope and scale. It feels like Uncharted scene. Four. Like it, it's just like the the activeness of this. It feels gamified, mm -hmm. and that's probably the coolest part of this. Uh, Garrett, did you did you have any questions, my friend? Um, yeah, sell this to somebody who literally doesn't, who's literally never played Call of Duty and doesn't give a fuck about it. 
you guys like you, uh, you guys had me invested and then every time you guys like compared to call of duty i was like i want to watch this less and less well it's it's more so because call of duty um campaigns are actually notably well received uh the campaigns are actually really good outside yeah, of like, but I, well, I, know, well, I know that and like i acknowledge all mm. that but that doesn't do shit for me like that doesn't do anything for me like so and what would make me like the movie so and that and that that's why kind of why i kind of tried to clean up the comparison between the two because modern warfare current day is drastically different than modern warfare original mm -hmm. um where the original was like you are playing call of duty you're in a squad like you're doing squad missions and you're kind of playing out the story and you're just another soldier kind of caught up in the jizz of what's going on um that where the new one it's more focused on the actual characters of the story and you're playing as them and you're experiencing these like solo moments with those characters so the uh i guess a a better comparison that i would probably try to give that is not just a military shooter which i think is kind of what you're looking for right yeah, because like, because I like war films, but like I don't tend to like films that are like kind of like the raid where it's just like military light. Like it because like it they because most of those films, in my opinion, like they never they bridge the line of like being realistic and surreal, and they never do a good job of like being one or the other. Where like something like John Wick can be like he's a he's like a hitman in a secret underground society so they can lean on the surrealism a little bit yeah. of like his heightened level of ability. But yet when you have films like this, they're trying to portray it from like a very human aspect. And, but like, then they have these over the top set pieces that I don't feel like they go. So like, yeah. I, so like I have a hard time with films like, like of this nature specifically, like when it comes to the action, like this sub genre of action, I guess. Yeah. Now, like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. it doesn't tend to grab me. So it, what I will um, say is that it's not – we're not comparing it to Call of Duty in the sense that it's a military movie because it's not. Uh, it is more of the high-action stakes that you get in a a la John Wick-type film. Um, the action is mm -hmm. actually closer to nobody than it is John Wick, where John okay, Wick, see, like okay. you said – uh, it, it kind of lays further into that surrealism, that sort of like higher and like everyone knows like martial Everyone's arts. Everyone's like, everyone, you're just like, you're like, like yeah. just a touch superhuman. You're just like, all right. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, people it's are getting, like okay. That. Yeah. Okay. Just like, just like I was thinking, which, which is great. That's fine. I like it. And I love those kinds of movies. I was just like, damn, like, cause I've seen, I've seen like the things for extraction. Uh, and like, I've seen, uh, I've seen Chris Hemsworth and like, so the reason, uh, and I'll tell you, this is why I haven't watched Extraction yet. Sure. And like, sure. I haven't watched Extraction yet because I watched 12 Strong and I liked it, but I was just like, I don't need to see Chris Hemsworth in another one of these kinds of movies. Yeah. And the trailers made them look similar to me. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, 12, 12 Strong's definitely a military movie where it's like, okay. it's more focused on like, it is focused on him, but it is more so focused on the battle the war that is happening around it, right? yeah like it's like a fight yeah this this is this is a god of war 2018 story extraction one of him extract he gets hired to extract a kid who is the son of an indian mafia leader and this mm -hmm. mafia leader from jail 
is paying these mercenaries, who is, you know, Chris Hemsworth, um, to extract his son from the person who's kidnapped him, which was an enemy mafia group in India from a different city. Um, so this this story is very personal mm. to Tyler Rake, Chris Hemsworth, getting this kid fucking out. And it focuses on that and that alone. And then it also, like, the, the enemy, the antagonist in this is the paid off police and gang members that are constantly attacking them in waves, trying to get this kid back. And so it's literally just him and this kid trying to fucking stay alive. And so if you take the context of like nobody's warehouse scene at the end of the movie and turn that into a two hour film, that's extraction one with some cool mercenary shit. That's it. And, uh, (laughs) He's not like invincible. Like he gets injured and he has to he gets his ass his injuries. <laughs> and like he has to take care of his injuries and those injuries actually follow him through the whole film and they yeah. actually like they uh they eliminate some of his ability to do things. So he has to like adapt and stuff like that sure. too, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh Devin, could you turn okay. your gain up a little bit for me? Uh yeah, beep, so beep. it it does in the, the sense of nobody where he's constantly getting his ass kicked, you feel like he's constantly getting his ass kicked. Like there's a there's a scene where he gets hit by a car, and from that point forward for the rest of the movie, you can just tell that he's like done. Like he can't keep fucking doing this for much longer. Uh okay. and that yeah. And so like it kind of feeds into that. I would definitely say go into extraction one, see how you feel it out. Um, like I said, it is just higher action version of nobody. Um and see how you feel about that. And if you really, really think that like you're bought into it, then definitely move to extraction too. Yeah, because right like I like I fuck I'm a huge, huge fan of like modern action films. Like I love John Wick. I love Nobody. Like I like I love uh, Equalizer. Um, fucking transport. Like anything. Fucking basically anything. Bruce Willis or Jason Statham's fucking done. Uh, you yeah, know, Sam's right, the right, Meg. Right, right, right. But okay, now that uh, you said transport, transporter, it is like tr- some of those transporter action scenes without the camp, like 100. percent Okay. All right. Okay. I might be interested in that. Like, literally, like, I was, like, just turned off by, like, the military-esque presentation of the trailers, and I was just like, God damn it, a fucking, like, another one of these? Like, is it Christmas time already? Like, you know? (laughs) Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I totally, I totally get that, dude. And I I was only, I was only mentioning Call of Duty because, like, I I wanted a, a reference point. I didn't mean, like, actually... Yeah, Call no, of Duty. For sure, for sure. like, no, 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 that's like, fair. It was like, of, I, yeah, that was just like, like Call of Duty for me. Jump. I was just like, you guys started talking about Call of Duty. And I'm literally just like, I'm not gonna watch this stupid fucking movie now. Like, fuck Call of Duty. <laughs> no, but actually, I, I, you, that, you that is what? valid though. Like for the COD games, like I that's think a valid criticism to have. I think a much so. better comparison to give you for this is actually Taken. Yeah. Okay. This movie's way closer to something like Taken or the Born Supremacy or the Born Identity. Is it similar um, to the, the the Foreigner as well? Or like yeah. more more action than the Foreigner had because the Foreigner yeah. he like he less Foreigner is yeah. way that's like yeah that's like espionage for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. Extraction Two is closer to that uh, than anything because that is a little bit more like oh, we have more of a squad going on. They have to be more tactical. Um, but yeah, the first one for sure is way closer to Taken um, in the combat and style of things in that than it is, you know, like a Call of Duty or something like that. So, okay. Um, right. Yeah, there you go, my I'll, friend. I'll, I'll check out the yeah, first one. Convince me. I'll, I'll watch it tonight. Least. 
Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Also, uh, Jag, shame on you for not shame having watched Nobody I need yet. to see you, it, Jag. You need to watch Nobody's that Nobody's great. Especially I mean, I feel, you... the, I feel the same about the first one of the first Extraction, though. Like, shame for not watching that yet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, I'm honestly, nobody's yeah. So I mean, good. But, no, but nobody's better, though. Nobody's for, better. The marketing nobody's for great. that first film, the marketing for the first film, dude, I was like, what is this white savior ass shit? Like, like yeah, saving they, some they foreign did, boy out in some foreign like yeah. land, yeah. Yeah. play the, the, the stereotypical Arabic music, throw the orange filter on, dude. I was about to, uh, I was like, this movie's gonna blow. He's not American. Balls. He's not American, though. He's not yeah, he's, American. He's, he's, he's Australian not, as fuck. He's Australian but, as fuck. But he's it, still white. I don't care. It's, and it's his whole flavor. team, his whole team's not white <laughs> either. His whole team's not white. Yeah, I, no, well, no, no, the, the marketing seemed type. like it was just him. It was just him. It like, did. It did. One hundred percent. I was like, oh, it's just Chris Hemsworth saving a foreign boy in a foreign <laughs> country. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Does no, he it, need it, more publicity. Their their like, marketing was a little bit weird on it, and they did it did kind of make it fall under some radars. But yeah, I I think I think that this this movie is worthy of uh, your guys's uh, love um, to to go into it. So ha have fun. Let us know what you guys think after the fact. But Garrick. You have been watching season two of The Bear, my friend. Talk to us about it. Um, I have watched season two. Oh, of the Bear. you finished <laughs> it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. Oh, yeah. okay. um, so, see, yes, I, I had the opportunity to uh, watch the season two of The Bear recently. Uh, quick, little, quick little snippet. I'll give you guys the, the synopsis. If you haven't seen the first season. Um, it's an incredibly uh, well-acclaimed TV show um, about a, a young man by the name of Carmen Berzato and his uh, crew of like misfit, like misfit folk, uh, essentially of uh, that that kind of make up his his family and his found family um, uh, in in a restaurant called the Beef. And uh, that he inherited from his brother, uh, who, uh, trigger warning, um, committed suicide. Um, so, and like the, the show itself actually is like this uh, very, it's, it's this off-color dramedy where uh, that does this incredibly genuine job of, of, displaying like what it's like to work in like very busy high-end restaurants or like just being back of the house staff at like any typical or any like any typical restaurant like what that day in day out life looks like and uh it also deals with like really really heavy themes of uh grief and uh dealing with trauma and a lot of childhood trauma and acceptance and the the concept of like family and found family and like it but the thing is, is it does it all with this cast of characters that you are immediately vested in from the first episode. Um, I I loved the the first season. It it is honestly, it's probably one of my favorite pieces of television I've ever watched, ever consumed. Um, I've I've seen the first season like three or four times already. I even I even rewatched it just last week, just before the new season dropped. Um, and the second season um, picks up immediately where, where the first season left off. Um, and you know how a lot of, of shows 
in their second season, they spend like a lot. They, it has like a story slump where like everybody starts to kind of like, especially when you've got like a, a large cast of of characters that they, they kind of split off in their own things, and nothing ever feels worthwhile. Uh, this show literally dodges every like. This is obviously a second season pitfall you could ever think that it, it's going. It needs to avoid to be successful in its second season. Uh, sure. And it picks up right where the first one picks off, and like now they're. Um, they are opening their restaurant that the the the, the, t- the titular TV show is named after, the Bear, um, and it, it goes over the incredible amount of stress of opening up a, a brand new restaurant during the COVID nineteen pandemic, um, which oh. is entirely what this season focuses on, and like t- it 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 touches on things uh, like it, obviously like it deals really heavily with grief and family trauma and. Uh, there is an episode, um, there's 10 episodes in the second season, and episode six, um, it's like double the length of all the other episodes, it's an hour long instead of a half hour. Um, and it is essentially a recreation of one of Carmen's fa- childhood memories, uh, or one of like a memory he has of, uh, of his family uh, at Christmas time. And I had to pause this fucking episode so many times because it was so... The episode was so chaotic and so stressful. It really felt like one of those shitty ass family holidays where everybody and their fucking mother is talking over each other. Nobody's fucking being nice. Everything that could go fucking wrong is going wrong. It's just a shitty garbage family holiday. And I literally had to like pause the episode and breathe a couple of times because these characters are so powerfully and genuinely written that like, I started to like have anxiety with some of the characters uh, and like some of the shitty things that they were going through. And one of the characters, Richie, like even goes through an experience this season where I I fucking I hated this character first season. He was so unlikable. No talents, no fucking skills, didn't bring anything to the case. He was clearly written as an unlikable character. And he goes through this like amazing, amazing growth in second season where like he had literally tweeted like about this character, like getting like this amazingly powerful moment. And like, I fuck, I literally paused the episode. Like I was stuck, got out of my chair and like celebrated for this dude because like you feel for these characters in the way that they're written. And like, dude, I felt like literally I'm sitting there and like, there's this motherfucker. He's in Copenhagen making a dessert with Will Poulter. Who's playing the antithesis of Ramsey, uh, Gordon Ramsey in yeah, the, and- the pastry chef. And he's making a dessert. And I'm just like, my fucking boy came up with his first, dish i'm literally crying like i'm happy for this fucking character's growth and success and dude it just all of these characters feel genuine and they feel real and it's because uh of the just this fantastic cast that just has amazing chemistry and the second season got some cameos and guest stars that were fucking flabbergasting. We're talking a cat, like multiple Academy Award winners, just randomly fucking showing up on this TV show, um, and just continuing and, and but not, but never feeling out of place, never feeling like a shoehorn. This is a guest star cast member, always feeling purposeful. Every single episode driving you to this beautiful season finale that ends up in a shit show that like literally I fucking texted Gio when the fucking credits rolled and I was just like if this doesn't get a season 3 I'm going to shit in the street like I yeah. like, like, 
I need the show to continue on because like I feel so genuinely attached to these characters or no. So uh, what I want to ask first and foremost, because it sounds like, I mean, obviously any kind of show that has us invested in the characters at that level is going to be a show worth watching, right? I mean, we've seen that with Game of Thrones. We've seen that with Breaking Bad, like all these legendary shows that have come across for us. Um, did you get the same experience going through this season, the same awe in this season that you got watching the first one? Absolutely. Um, there were some moments in this season uh, where, like, I literally, like, they had such good moments. I, like, went back and I was I was catching myself re-watching scenes. Um, or, like, I would, like, I re-watched, there was a couple of episodes I re like, I started over immediately. Uh, I watched the Will Poulter episode twice, like, back to, like, it was so good. I was just, like, I needed to see that again because it was so, like, it was, like, yes, this is what this character needed exactly in this moment. And, like, the thing is, though, is, like, it does this thing where like you can see all of the little pieces throughout this season kind of falling into place where you're just like, Oh, that's going to fuck somebody up real bad later because it, these characters are written in just such a way that like they make human mistakes. Uh, I think one thing that's like, that was such a good example of how genuine I feel this show is written um, is like, do you, do you, you guys ever, are you guys ever aware of like when you're watching television shows how, or, or, or any piece of like genuine, like movie team or even theater uh, characters don't tend to talk over one another ever. Like Correct. it's not, that's yeah. not a thing that I, that's not, it's because it, it breaks the flow. It's, it, mm -hmm. it's, it, it, it breaks the cinematic experience. Yeah. Uh, this does not do that like there are literally episodes where there are four fucking people like are shitting on each other verbally like for 60 seconds at a time like because guess what like they got they were pissed and it was a genuine moment where somebody literally fucking leaned up against a drywall and fell through a poster and like dude and like they're saying all this like out-of-pocket shit and everybody's arguing and but like it but it, but it's not like this it's not this sequence camera panned argument no it is four people pissed out of their fucking wits arguing with each other like you would in real life like and like and you know and like only interjecting when somebody's literally like shut the fuck up like we're not stop like literally it's it, it feels real and so like it really put it, it just does an amazing job of putting you in these characters shoes like over and over and over again and there's honestly something about these characters that is relatable with just about everybody um carmen uh the like kind of the main he kind of the main character of the show uh chef carmy he's bear um okay and uh, like there was just some there was a scene where he was talking with uh, this with this woman that he's been kind of seeing and he's interested in. And he was he said something like he he paused and he looked like just like like they're having a perfectly normal conversation. And Carmi is this very shy, kind of awkward, anxious guy. And I, so I can I really do connect with him a, like a lot. Um and but he said something to her and he was just like, I like you. Like, I like you a lot. I like this a lot. I like this so much that I am spending all of my time waiting for the other shoe to drop. I like turtles. And 
dude and it yeah and like it just fucking it says like but like there's just like these genuine like lines and things like just like these like heartfelt moments that make you think like stop and pause and contemplate like the context of the show and relating it to like your life and, and like the people and like the loved ones around you and there was literally an episode where like i fucking stopped and paused and i like i text my wife and i was like i fucking love you like i need you to know that like because like this show just evokes so much emotion because everyone just does such a goddamn good job uh like this show's got a hundred percent and it deserves it like uh through and through like honestly you, I, I believe everybody should please go watch this show like please please i've been, I've been contemplating it I've, I really please, please. Have. Um, uh dj <clears throat> um yeah like i agree with garrick on on the point that I literally have not seen an episode of this show. I've seen clips of it through TikTok. Because it, it's always there. Everyone's talking about the bear on TikTok. And I see these scenes that Garrick's talking about, especially uh, it was it was uh it was the scene in the kitchen, I guess of of, B, of the beef or whatever, and uh I forgot what her name is, uh the, the character that uh uh Io Debris Debris plays. Uh uh, she walks out. She just walks out after uh, Carmi like says like, like don't don't, whatever the fuck right, and like that whole that. like that, um, uh, the black girl. Oh, Sydney. Sydney, yes. Yeah, yeah Sydney. She's like she's like uh, the, she's like the other main character. Yeah, like uh, it was like I don't know if it was season one or I guess beginning of season two, but uh, she just like walks out, like on uh, like uh, mid rush. Like getting orders yeah, out. Season one, season one, and mm-hmm. I watched that. And I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like the emotion that I felt. Like I felt. I I don't even know the context of everything, but I could feel that human emotion. Like, oh, like this is hectic. Like I'm frustrated. I like you know what I mean. Like it, it does so much. Um, and I've only seen clips. I've seen a ton, a lot more since the new season came out. I've seen a lot of. I've seen the 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 Copenhagen scene with Will Poulter. Um, and like you know, uh, because I remember I saw a clip from the first season where uh, Carmi just says "fuck off." Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like when he's trying to show him like this new dish or this this new thing he made. Oh donuts or whatever. yeah, dude, with the donut man, dude. There's so much like real shit in this show where it's just like it's literally just like, oh fuck, dude. Like I could tell you only did that because you were mad in the moment, but that was not it. And then like you catch the character having that exact same feeling. They were just like, oh, I was shitty, huh? And like, yeah. dude, if there's like there's so many times like there is like the characters will say it was like I was being shitty, huh? And they're like, yeah, you were being kind of an asshole, man. And like, <laughs> like they call yeah, each other out. Oh, dude, it's just, it's just so re- like, it's probably the most genuine piece of like television I've ever watched. It is so, it is really good, so fantastically written. Um, I actually think the second season is a little bit better than the first. Um, if if only because it just it does a fantastic job of like elevating the stakes in a meaningful way and uh like the comedy is so subtle this season but still so good dude i can't tell you like there was a scene towards the end of the season where like they're all kind of doing their inspections and trying to get the restaurant ready and like he, he was just like he was like he's like hit me with that and he fucking passes him a bottle of pepto-bismol and i was like oh, i feel that shit dog i was just like <laughs> 
like a fucking, <laughs> like a heartburn. I'm stressed. Yeah, like, give me the Pepto. Sure. Devin, did uh, you have? Yeah. Uh, are you are you sold, my friend? I, I've already watched season one. I I, season? I actually really yeah. like yeah, the no, show. I, I just are, need are to jump into season two. You think? I already planned on it. I just haven't yet, but I already planned on it because it just came out. It just came out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Garrett burned right through that bitch. Well. Oh, dude, this shows. This shows kind of an obsession for me. I felt. I felt in love with the characters. Uh, like immediately uh, when I watched the show uh, last year, I was thrilled with it. So yeah, this is a, this is a straight up ten out of ten for me, just like the first season. All right, man. Well, I'm glad to have it, yeah. and we're glad to have a word from our sponsors. This piece of good cracking content is brought to you by Glide Mouse Pads. The world is changing, and the demand for PC gaming and work from home setups has never been as wild as it is right now. Having the best of the best in PC accessories only makes it easier to get your work done before you jump right back into the fray of the digital sea. And Glide knows exactly how to make it happen for you. Glide Mouse Pads is the future industry leader in mouse pads, offering beautiful, smooth, and waterproof products made with eco friendly materials materials and non-slip rubber in a variety of sizes that are guaranteed to help you get the next win. Is your battle rug just looking a little crusty? Is the mouse just not as smooth as it used to be? Or are you just looking to get rid of that ergonomic mouse pad your grandma got you for Christmas? Well, then I think we have the mouse pad for you. You can go to GlideMousePads.com right now and use code Kraken for 15% off the Founders Edition mousepad in every size available. Again, that's code K-R-A-K-E-N, Kraken, for 15% off any Founders Edition mousepads today. Our next sponsor is Rogue Energy. Late nights are pretty much commonplace for us content creators, and any of us here at GK can attest that sometimes you're just too damn tired to even think about how not to be tired anymore. Lucky for us, though, Rogue has figured out how to give us those late nights and even earlier mornings the supercharge we all need. Rogue Energy is a low-calorie, no-sugar energy formula that is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Every formula Rogue Energy produces is designed with optimal levels of high-quality ingredients and no chalky textures. Being the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand, Rogue Energy strives to improve that in-game performance of gamers, streamers, and content creators everywhere. Look, I love this stuff. I've got two tubs at home right now. Your boy is drinking on some caramel vanilla latte in the mornings and sipping on some mango pineapple throughout the day. And if you are wondering how you can get these two dope flavors, well, I'm going to tell you. You can head over to RogueEnergy.com and use code GKraken for 10% off your purchase on any shaker or formula tub of your choosing. That is G-K-R-A-K-E-N for 10% off any shaker or formula tub of your black. And now, back to your regularly scheduled Good Cracking content. And we have returned. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move right into our headlining segment. DJ, tell them what that is. Well, Ernell, all of our listeners, all of our viewers, they need to protect their neck. Because mm. we're going to the gallows. The gallows protect your neck. Um, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and thens, uh, the gallows is our headlining segment when today... We are talking about our most anticipated movies for the rest of the year. 
uh, where we did games already uh, after we knocked out Summer Game Fest. We got to talk about uh, some of those newer announcements now that we got some more solid dates. And now we get to talk about some of the movies that are going to be coming out for the rest of this year. Uh, however, we're going to do this a little bit differently than we usually do. Where typically we would have each of us pick like two or three that, you know, we would burn through and talk about individually. I want to kind of get a good grasp of the scope of what we have going on here for the rest of the year. And uh, we will talk about some of the uh, the big blockbusters we're going to be getting individually as they come out. So uh, next week we have Indiana or this week, technically uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is coming out. Uh, we are reviewing mm-hmm. that on Saturday. We are going to be seeing that this week. And I'm not hopeful. <laughs> Neither but am I. We yeah, shall see. As much as, I, as much as I love Mr. Ford. Yeah, I know. As much as I want Indiana Jones to be cool again, it's just. It's I just mean, not. he'll do great. Like, he's going to do. He's going to do fantastic. He always does. Yeah. Like, they're, like they're, they're, if this movie is not good, it will not be his fault at all. 100%. 100% it will like, not be. He will play the character exactly how it needs to be played. Because he is that character. Yeah, that, like, yeah. yeah. Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones, and Indiana Jones is Harrison Ford. That's the way that we like it, my friend. But as we move into July, our next big hit that we're getting is Insidious, The Red Door, um, which I know a few of us, at the very least, are very big Insidious fans. Um, I plan on seeing that one because I love Insidious. <laughs> but I'm going to watch it. But I feel like I feel like that's one of those ones where you're just like, damn, now, 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 yeah, now you're doing right. a sequel. It's right. been how long? Jesus like, Christ, guys. <laughs> ten years, actually. It's been yeah. exactly ten it's years, been... uh, almost to the month. It's been it's been wild, man. Uh, then nextly, we have Joyride, which is something I'm like. It looks funny. Really, really excited for uh, because which we have um, that's the one with uh, Stephanie Sue. Um, uh, Sherry Cola and um, oh God Adele Lim. Uh, that's the the two Chinese sisters, and one is adopted. Oh, so oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. wants to go meet her to biological parents, and they're taking a trip to China. Um, and oh. that movie looks like the uh, raunch com of early two thousands that I've been needing in my life today yeah. it looks like a hangover story essentially literally and i need yeah that well, with asian hangover in yeah, yeah and like in china yeah, with or with uh what was that other like bridemaids but not shitty mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there you go yeah i like that one um uh esco Bright hello, was funny. hello. thank you esco i appreciate you uh, i mean it was funny but it was like lowbrow funny and then let's see here we kind of move in down a little bit hydrate um yeah, I got, I Already got my, hydrated. I got my my orange cream. I got in, um, and then as we move to July twelfth, we have Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One, and I am Woo! honestly really fucking hyped about this movie. It looks good. It looks good. It Tom looks... Cruise is still running. DJ, have you done it? No. Have you burned through the Mission Impossible movies yet? I've seen uh, the first three. DJ. Hey, DJ's seen more Mission Impossible movies than I have. No, that's that's true. I mean, this is the four. seventh. I've seen four, actually. No, I've seen the fourth one as well. I've seen the fourth one. Right okay, you got, three, you got three more now to watch. Two that have three already more? been released. I thought this was the fifth. No, this what is the, the seventh, fuck? man. This is the seventh Salmi coming out. Okay, wait, is the fourth one with Henry Cavill? Is that, is no, that the fourth that's, one? No, that's the sixth one. No, fifth one. I've seen that one. Okay, so I've seen five of them. I've seen five of them then. 
There you go. I just, he way further too than many. me. There's too many, dude. This is six, and then this is get what? Uh, no, so this is gonna be seven, and then eight because it's part one and two. Yes. Yep. Like, and then they're ending it. Well, as far as we know, they're ending. Why can't they? Con- why can't they just give it to me all at once? I don't. Because Tom I, Cruise knows what the fuck we want, and it's a massive ending. And they actually know how to make a movie as compared to, you know, Vin Diesel and Fast and the Furious. I, I, I hate seeing movies in parts. It's just, it just it nah, annoys man, the shit out of me. So you want to see a six-hour movie at once? Yes! I have the time for Nobody you wants know. that. You Nobody wants that. You guys are old. He's like, oh, I you have guys the time responsibilities. <laughs> I have time for it. I can sit in a theater all day. Cater all media formats to me and my viewing habits. <laughs> Garrick, are you are you willing to jump into the Mission Possible fray? Are you gonna are you gonna do it? Bro, I'm, there's no there's the first one's no boring. way. I don't like the first like one. I am going to finish all of those movies before like I'll I'll wait till the big the big the big old thick DVD box set is out and I'll Just buy start, that or something. Start at three. <laughs> Just start at three. If, and if it, and honestly, there. if it if it helps any, you might. Based on what I know, you honestly could probably start at four, um, because yeah, the ones prior, the only things that carry that are really important into this at all is just some of the team members from the original three, but they're present in these movies, so like you can see them actively being a part of the crew as long as you understand that they have history is all it is um mm-hmm. you'll be fine i honestly you you could jump into four and, and have have a good time yeah because i tried re-watching the first three like i, I just watched the first movie that beginning it's, section it's i just rough. couldn't get through it I, it's rough i mean I, like, I was like oh my god Sna- what is it? snape what become? as a bad guy it's cool mm. like you know I'm, I'm just saying i'm just saying i'm thinking Die Hard, by the way. I'm that movie's joking. dated. That movie's <laughs> so dated. I just can't. I cannot. Um, <laughs> as we move further into the year here, we have Bird Box Barcelona coming out on Netflix. And Man. I know that Bird we Box just have a was Bird Box a, first now. Bird Box was a fucking massive movie um, on the internet uh, when that first came out. Everyone fucking watched that shit. Do you guys have an interest of a different setting? No, because movie? I fucking hated Bird Box. Why? Movie sucked. It sucked. I haven't seen that one either, actually. Jeez. I haven't seen Bird Box. <laughs> I have not watched, have not watched Bird Box. It was not good. It was not a good movie. Oh, no, I'm scared of the light. Oh, no, I'm going to kill myself. I mean, when you say it like that, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know about this fucking guy, but like, I enjoyed it. I That's what guy. it is. Yeah, That's what it is. It's not. A, it's not amazing. But there's a bunch of not, people. It's like, oh, we have to be blind and scared and, of the light. There's aliens that are taking over their bodies and making them kill themselves if they look. How do you know? Oh, we have to live blind and we'll prosper. Cool. That's a pretty cool fucking premise to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just didn't like the movie. Sandra Bullock is it is like the quiet goddess. place? All right, is it like? Oh right, yeah, I'm not saying she's not. It's just not a good movie. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. Uh, it is not as good. a good movie. <laughs> what's what's the what's the uh, alien monster movie where like they're deaf? Quiet place. Quiet place. Yeah, it's a not as good quiet place, but they're blind instead. But of tried to be quiet deaf. place, and that's why it sucked. 
Jesus Christ, this fucking guy. Is <laughs> I would blame this on it having camp because Devin can't translate that, but you know, it unfortunately. There's no not, fucking camp in no that camp movie. In, there's no camp it just in that. Sucks. He just it's a fucking award winning book, Devin. Fuck off. You know what? Probably a great book, but its audience score is fifty eight percent. So suck my left nut. Yeah, you know what else is? Final Fantasy sixteens, and that's because it got review bombed. Go suck a nut. Guess what? Guess what? I've actually watched Bird Box. I can't go. attribute to Final go. Fantasy 16 yet. Because I haven't go. played Let's it. Let's fucking guy. July 21st, we get the seminal Oppenheimer and Barbie on the same day. Look, Boys, look, look, look. Oh my god. I'm not This is cinema. That excited about Barbie. Honestly, after seeing I, I actually would have been more excited about it if it stayed in its Barbie world. But seeing them going into the real world makes me not excited. To tell you the truth. How do you know they're going to the real world? Because it showed it in the most recent trailer. It says in the song, I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then they go to the real world. And in the trailer, it it did a fucking deep dive showing her interacting in fucking L.A. Yeah. That sounds tight to me, say, Elves. Elves, another fucking award-winning movie, think, dude. Like, I but more I like, like Elf. Yeah, than... I, I like Elf, but I'm not as excited about the Barbie movie anymore because I thought it would have been funny of them just all be like uh, just a bunch of stupid characters just interacting, saying stupid shit to each other would have been more funny than them than them saying something to like a teenager and them going, "That's dumb." You know what I mean? It's <laughs> just like. Devin's being a negative Nancy tonight. No, no, no. Devin's being a negative Nancy tonight, boys. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't want Barbie. He doesn't want no, I'm No, I'm a hard critic on shit, and I'm saying I'm not excited about Barbie as it is right now. Man, man. I'm excited for both of them. <laughs> thank, thank you, guys. I'm excited. Thank you, That's fine. I'm not six, swaying anybody. Six hours? Six hours. Oppenheimer, Barbie, double feature. Oh, I, We're doing I'm it. getting two tickets one yeah, day. Like I'm literally. Tickets. Devin, are like, you, try, are you trying to have a fun fucking... night, boy? Are you trying? You trying to have a? Crazy Dude, I'll night? go Open see it. First. I'll go see it. I'm just not excited. No, 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 no. no. I know. I'm, I'm. What I'm asking you is, the, are you are you want to have a fun night like these boys and do a double feature in one night? Are you trying to double? double can one you night? survive a double feature? If it's I a Friday can, night, you? I can because I can't. I I can't go to sleep late on like another night but i can i can do i can do a late friday night i mean i'll do it i'll do that or i'll see a movie on thursday and friday i don't give a fuck we have to time it we're gonna have to time it appropriately we'll, we'll have to see what's going on well i'll follow up with you i'll have to look at some dates but you can't look, you're the one that has to look at your dates yeah because i I'm fucking working, okay? God damn it. <laughs> you can't um, just raw dog Oppenheimer and just go home like it, nothing happened, dude. You gotta I, go I see could. Barbie right after. Yeah, you have to. I'm, I'm try, I'm try, or I'm we can go see Barbie like, early in the go, morning on, on Saturday. Uh, put on Coco Melon or some shit. Some uh, it's, audio. It's just like, not the same. <laughs> like, you have to. Coco Melon. Coco Melon. Uh, and then on July 25th, we have the release of Resident Evil Death Island coming out. Um, that's not a big drop triple a blockbuster but fuck it me. looks tight it looks, looks tight so, dude. Those, those, yeah, look, the last Resident the last movie, movie they did the last like no it wasn't a movie it was like a four-part special that were all like an hour and like 10 minutes mm-hmm. you, you know what i'm talking about yeah, yeah that yeah. was good that, that was, was good. good very good this looks good too this is supposed to be a direct follow-up so i guess i guess we'll see yeah. what happens looks better movie. than barbie god damn 
Goddamn. You're a goddamn fool. Uh, July 28th, we have Haunted Mansion coming out, starring uh, Justin oh, Simeon, Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. uh, Dan Levi. That's that one. Mm. Owen Wilson's in like it. Keith Stanfield? Uh, Sorry, yeah, Dawson. Right, right. It's, uh, I'm, I'm, okay. You? I'm okay with it. I'm stuck with it. Did you skip over the new Nick Cage movie that's coming out? Um, Sympathy for the Devil. No, that's, that's next. That's literally next. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Literally next. Yeah. Sympathy for the Devil. That is. Uh, I, I mean, he's not even like a main main character, in it, but it has. Luke yeah, Perry he is. And... He's he, he's so there. It's him and what's his name from uh the Suicide Squad, um, the um, uh, the dude that dies. <laughs> at the, at the end. Everyone the colonel. A lot of people die. A lot of people The colonel. The colonel. Joel Kinnaman. That actor. That's what it says there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Joel Kinnaman. There you go. Uh, you, yeah, sir. they're they're it's like it's like a road trip movie with both of them the whole time. A kinetic And by road trip I mean fucked up. Mm-hmm. Plays out in real time over the course of a carjacking. Hmm. I like that. I like some good Nick Gage. You know what I'm I, I watched the trailer, it looks good. And then Nick Cage looks like he's doing here. a good performance. Oh yeah, always. You know what I'm saying? Always. Um, let's see here. We move down, and that finishes up July for the big hits. And then we go into August here. We move into August, boys, and we have um Seven Deadly Sins movie. Ooh, I don't realize that. We have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem on August second. It's, gr- it's gonna be a great That's movie. Be a fun yeah, that looks movie, fun. Man. That looks fun. The cast? Have you guys seen the cast for this film? Like I'm not yeah. convinced yet, actually, on that one. The cast There's... having the two fat stacks of just bonkers actors i mean jackie chan john, ice cube john cena paul rudd seth rogan nicholas cantu io edabiri like it's just like the fucking... john Car- carlo esposito yeah we got fucking uh what's his fuck hannibal beerus like that dude literally it's it's so good. good it looks fucking sick. good man i mean like I'm having so it so excited I, I i can't remember if he directed it or produced it but seth rogan being directly he, he's, he's directing it there yeah, you go. He's... Okay, cool. Yeah, having him sort of be the mastermind of this feels right. It feels right. Like I've, I've got and the way he talks about it, he's funny like, that he he's the big fan. He's a big fan of TMT, TMNT. I, I think it's funny that his second animated film ever is going from Sausage Party to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hell fucking yeah, baby. Hell yeah, Sausage Party. And he can do a voice, disaster. dude. I heard his character, fucking uh, uh, Seth Rogen's character, in this fucking movie. Uh, I think he. Sausage I forgot party. what he played. <laughs> no, he 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 plays fucking uh, what's his name? Bebop or whatever the fuck is Donkey the fucking. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> it, he was Donkey. You guys Kong, can look. Yeah. I can look at the trailer, but his name is Bebop, and he like I heard a clip of it of him in in, in John Cena's character, and he does a voice. I'm like, this does not sound like Joe Rogan or uh, not Joe, uh, Seth Rogen at all. Seth <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rogen. <laughs> you ever do Seth Rogen? So like, you ever do MDMA? I was like, where was this energy when you were doing fucking Donkey Kong, dude? That made me pissed. Uh, but I'm still. Oh, you mean Sausage Party? And then August fourth, we have. <laughs> no, you are so terrible. <laughs> we have Meg Two, The Trench, uh, dude. The direct follow-up to Jason Statham as mm. the Shark Killer himself, the Dumb. Meg, dude. 
dumb, not excited. <laughs> Looks bad. Is so dumb. Was just bad. for a sequel. What? Just a goddamn Sharknado spiritual successor at this point. You know, I I thought it was going to be the same thing too, but it's closer to Jaws than most shark movies are these days. Bro, there is dinosaurs in the goddamn trailer for the second one. That's a fair argument. That's, that is a fair, <laughs> fair. I mean, megalodons are like dinosaurs. I get that, but they don't roam in fucking herds of three and four eating T-Rexes off the beach. August 11th has. <laughs> He's just ignoring it. The last voyage of the Demeter. Holy shit. Dude, I want to see good. this movie. I cannot fucking wait. Do you, DJ, Devin, do you guys know which one this is? I, no, I don't know this, this one, actually. Vampire on the Slave Boat. Okay. Trail. That yeah. sounds sick. Yep. Yeah, the, tra- the trailer for this has like... Trapped on the open oceans. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, man. DJ, you gotta watch old, like Old, like, old voyage, old, like, old-timey, like, pirate, like, voyage vessel. Dude, it's gonna mm-hmm. be sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the pil- pilgrims trying to go overseas and they don't realize they have a fucking vampire on deck. You know what I'm saying? On deck. It's like us on Halloween. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, dude. Um, no, that's movie. Yo, Shane, thanks, they, thanks for the, the sub. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Shane. Thank you. Didn't, didn't see that notification. Thank you, Shane. We love you, dog. Um, yeah, this movie's going to be fucking great. But then on the same day, we also have Gran Turismo coming out as well. This actually looks good. It, this actually, actually looks looks interesting. Good. I think it's yeah. gonna be interesting. David Harbour and Orlando Bloom. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I haven't dude. seen Orlando Bloom in anything in forever. Here's here's my thing though. Yeah, this bad. this kid who's playing in this, uh, Jamon Hounsu, I think is how you pronounce his name. Um, dude, that he's stunt driving for the guy playing himself. <laughs> I I I like don't think that kid's gonna be good. I think he's going to be the worst part of this movie, but everybody around him is going to be so good. It's going to like carry everything. You know what I'm saying? Cause like mm-hmm. Devin, go ahead. I like that. It's an actual true story too. Yeah. That's fucking cool. That's cool as shit that they didn't just mm-hmm. take some like make believe story and like put it into like Gran Turismo's like IP. Right. It actually like makes sense for, you know, what's going on. I just it's don't... a real Gran Turismo story. I just don't think this kid can act because even in the trailer, I'm like, Ugh. it's a little tight. Like he, fe- he feels a little teen wolfy sometimes. And I don't, I don't like it. Well, the part was like, I've raced this track a thousand times. Like I'm like, stop it. Stop it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Get the fuck out. You know here. what though? You know what though? Somebody wrote that. Not him. <laughs> it's true. And he's going to act it. He's like still a writer's strike. So who knows? Uh, uh it was, this was before. Some, this is before. Oh, you know it was before. Saying? Yeah, yeah. this was before. Uh, although they did announce today that Venom Three started filming. Yep. Amidst said writer strike. Yikes. Uh, Morbius Two. Yeah. Morbius, uh, it's Morbin time. Yikes! It is Morbin time. time again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Um, but it's almost uh, crazy. Double time. action electric boogaloo. You know. It's almost, it's almost Craven time. It is almost Craven time. That is true. That that movie actually looked okay. All right. Look. And then we are on August 16th, and this might be a little bit of a, a weird one, but it looks like we're getting a re-release of Old Boy, and I don't know if you guys know what that is. 
Um, but it that's is that's the, just a special showing at select theaters. I don't know why that's even on that list. I no, looked it's, into it's an that. it's an international like re-release. It's a full ass like thing. It's fucking wild, man. Why why a um, re-release? It just seems to be it's like a, a thing that's kind of been happening. It is a pretty good movie. It uh, is a great but, movie. Don't get me wrong. Um, I don't know. It's not the first re-release we've seen in the last five years. Oddly enough, but two days later we have Blue Beetle. Fuck yes we do. Yeah, Fuck, I'm actually stoked yes, on that. Do. Fuck yes we do. God damn baby. That man's a fascist. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, like I literally I was just like, holy shit, they fucking they got George Lopez to come out of retirement for this shit. Like yeah, what? Yeah. Like, what the heck? like, dude, I haven't seen him in anything in a minute. And like he's like he seems to have like he his funny still remains intact and he's got like a fucking goatee that goes to his goddamn belly button for some reason. God and damn, like I don't know. Goddamn. And dude, like and Blue Beetle is just like a Beetleborg with fucking like Iron Man level power, and I'm here for that. Honestly, Blue Beetle would probably Blue Beetle would probably beat the shit out of Iron Man. Like now, one hundred percent. Like one hundred percent. He's can make fucking any like fucking he's got. He, he wants. Yeah, he's it's literally funny. a goddamn. He like he's a, he's like symbiotically attached with a goddamn alien. Dude, Blue Beetle is really fucking cool. I'm really excited for this movie. Uh, I I just I don't know. I'm just I, it's like cautiously excited. Dude, I'm I'm mostly excited because Zolo Maraduena is like he mm. was fucking incredible in Cobra Kai. And I'm, like, so fucking excited to see him nail this and become the action star that kid deserves to be. Because that kid has chops, dude. Like, do not let Cobra Kai fool you. This kid has fucking chops. It is amazing seeing him come from little Miguel in Cobra Kai Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to seeing him as the lead star. Lead star in in a big blockbuster movie. It's fucking rad, man. He deserves it, spoilers, dude. Hundred percent deserves. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, spoilers <laughs> at all, dude. Xander uh, Blue Beetle might that's scratch your fault. Power Rangers itch. It might. It that's might. that's what I'm hoping for, man. It's um, like it looks like that for me. So I'm hoping that they like play it to that level. That they let this be epic as shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like the the most that we're riding on here is James Gunn saying that this is the first movie in the new DCU. And that's kind of like the main thing that I'm like, all right, like give it to us, see what you plan on fucking doing here. So we have something to be fucking excited about for the next 10 years, please. God I wonder who it. the villain is. Uh, green ant. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, they, they actually uh, haven't. It's the, they suit. Haven't, it's the suit himself. <laughs> it's, the fr- it's the enemies we made along the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on, let's let's see. Blue Beetle villain. Let's let's try this real quick. Um oh my god, there's a black beetle. <laughs> of course there is. Um speculation? Sorry, movie villain. Let's see here. Antagonist is Conrad Carapax. Conrad Carapax. The indestructible <laughs> man. That guy looks like a motherfucking megazord. Yeah, Carapax. Um, which is fucking Dope. That's dope as shit. Black is what I want. It's the Scarab. Oh, oh I mean, it, it could be both. The Scarab's from Marvel. It, uh, well, I mean, they both. It, I think there, there might be a DC Scarab. I don't know DC as well as I do Marvel, so um, DC Scarab. Let's try it. There is, there is a DC Scarab. There you go. Kaji Da. Wait. <laughs> uh, Jag is saying he's right. Go Jag. I was right, Gil Jag. Well, okay. 
<laughs> so, like, scare. All right, and then next up we have on the same day as Blue Beetle actually Strays comes out, and this is the uh, the four homeless dogs doing homeless dogs thing because Will Ferrell's dog becomes homeless because of his asshole owner Will Forte. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes and does homeless dog things with uh, Chris Miller, Jamie Foxx, um, uh, Randall Park, and I think Phil Lord, I think, are, are the other dogs there. Uh, the movie looks fucking funny. It looks fucking funny. Dude, I'm here who for greenlights it. some of these things, though? I, you know, Will Ferrell. <laughs> Let that Dude, probably that like, he's probably an executive producer on this. They, they, were, they were like, Will, if you can't be in this, we're not going to fucking do it, man. And he's like, Damn it! All right, like, he's, like, he's like, make me producer then, and I'll do it, and so like, I can write right, all my own lines. Like, okay, <laughs> that's probably yeah. what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's that's some late side. Um, but then we got an announcement recently, gentlemen, of August twenty second, Metalocalypse Army of the Doomstar comes out. Yeah. <laughs> what? And the soundtrack recently got released. Oh fucking boy. A new Metalocalypse movie. <laughs> DJ has no fucking clue who that is because that's way beyond his little fetal time. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, this is fucking dope. I love Metalocalypse. I'm sure you guys do too. I mean, um, hey, somebody. I'm glad somebody's excited for that. Oh, Ahsoka come comes out August 23rd. That's good to know. That's good to know. Oh, I cannot wait. Cannot wait for that. It's not a movie, but I just wanted to make sure I name drop that really quick. That is going to be a fucking good one. Speaking uh, of name dropping something, everybody should make sure they watch secret invasion yeah first episode's not bad yeah first episode's actually kind of fucking sick uh and then oh actually no more movies but the one piece series comes out on august 31st don't Uh, care puke 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 puke. um that has 18 million that that has a budget of 18 million an episode it certainly does god damn it man doesn't Uh, mean it'll be good Oh, no, Christ. and it doesn't look like it has that budget either. <laughs> but <Yeah>. then, <laughs> September 1st, gentlemen, we're right back into the fucking juicy stuff. Because the Equalizer 3 comes out. Fuck yeah. Good fuck. Yeah. The second go. one wasn't quite as good as the first, but it was still pretty goddamn good. I like it more. I like it more, personally. For different reasons. For different reasons. I don't I like think it's three like astronomically more. better, but... <laughs> I know <laughs> three is better than bird box. Uh, and then uh, September 8th, uh, we have it. some not quite as big ones, but we have uh, my big fat Greek wedding three and the nun two. There's a two. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the nun two hasn't even the started production. Story. So I don't think that's even happening this year. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, that's, yeah, that's... but see, I did that got hell delayed. Also that whole fucking God, I hate that franchise. So watered down now. Yikes. And then uh, we recently got a trailer for this movie that's going to be out September 15th called Challengers, uh, starring Zendaya. Um, it's a tennis movie, and she has a three-way. Uh, so <laughs> that movie's that movie's coming out. Yeah, the trailer was real interesting. Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> Twitter was fucking killing me that day, though. Yeah, that trailer oh, dropped, and, like, all the dudes are like, Zendaya, no! Like, <laughs> oh, d- dude. Yeah. Esco, uh, yes, that was the weird meme that I posted about Diablo and Final Fantasy 16. Um, <laughs> uh, and then uh, September 22nd, we have Expendables 4 comes out. 
Yo, mm-hmm. yo, like yo, come on. Dude, have they released yo. the cat? Have they released yo. the cast casting for uh, that yet? Let's see here. So far, we have Jason Statham, Tony Jaw. Holy shit. Tony Jaw? Uh, Curtis yo. Jackson, uh, who is an MMA fighter. Uh, Scott Woe, Dolph Lundgren, Curtis Jack- Jonathan Fifty Younger. Cent. Oh yeah, my bad, my bad. Uh, I was thinking of uh, Rampage Jacks, my bad. Um, Rampage Jack. Yariv Lerner, uh, Spencer Cohen. I'm sure there's going to be more announced uh, because the fucking cast for those movies. Are let me well. let me see if if there. Dude, the trailer is, like, looks so unexciting. Dude, <laughs> like, it's not a it good movie. Like, they're dude. not good movies, okay. dude. But like, I know, but like, not. okay, but, like, I I have the official list. I have the official list. Give it to us. Before DJ jumps to conclusions here, give it to us. Sylvester Stallone, Jason Statham, Dolph Lundgren, Megan Fox, Tony Jaw, Eco Lewis, Andy Garcia, 50 Cent, Randy Couture, Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal, dog. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. wait. We're not done. We're not done. That means, like, critically, this film can't rise above, like, a 5-5. We're not done. It's got Liam Neeson, though. They got Liam Neeson out of whatever the fuck he's doing, dude. What yeah. the My fuck? boy, the Neeson. And, 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 fuck? and dude, I'm literally, I'm having such a hard time even picturing Liam Neeson and Steven Seagal, like, sharing the same fucking air. <laughs> Devin, keep going, keep going. Um, honestly, most of the rest of the cast I've never really heard of before. Name off. Um, name, name off some of them. No, uh, Levy Tran, Jacob Setpio, uh, Eddie Hall, Dan uh, Chupong, Nicole I know Andrews, who Eddie Hall is. Yeah, Sheila Shaw, Mike Moeller, um, Lee Charles. I recognize his face. Cocky Falco. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone's daughter, uh, Sistine Stallone. Uh, <laughs> Caroline Wilde, Lucy Newman Williams, uh, Safi L. Marcy, uh, Darren Knopp, and Igor uh, Pissenjev. Here's the, here's the deal: The Expendables is a franchise that allowed themselves to be Fast and the Furious, but worse. And who would have thought it would get worse than Fast and the Furious? <laughs> no, DJ, they, what's okay, up? Okay, I personally, I enjoy the expendables movie and even the watching this trailer i'm like what the fuck is this because like i swear to god every dude every scene that they showed in the trailer dude it's in a gray space dude like yeah. where's yeah. the set where is the set pieces yeah. i'm yep. like is this gonna be like a drama like it's not gonna be a th- action movie anymore. it's just a gray space theater production 15 like, men trapped in like, saw just <laughs> they're trapped. They're trapped in a nightmare realm with Freddy Krueger, dude. I don't the, know. The cast, the cast of two was so much better. It had Jason Statham, Jean Clan, uh, Jean Claude Van Damme, uh, Jet Li, Bruce Willis, Chuck Norris, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Terry Crews, Liam Hemsworth, Randy Couture, Mickey Rourke, Steve Austin. So boring. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve fucking Austin, dude. Uh, Xander, I'm gonna get so high watching this, dude. That's fucking so real, bro. That's so real, Same, dude. Uh, but to uh, kind of bite into your guys' excitement here, September 23rd, Paw Patrol: The Mighty Movie comes out. 
It's an Academy Award winner. Right Expendables there. Four looks like a uh, to Netflix like original, like <laughs> like everything <laughs> like it. Yeah, it does. Like. Yeah, fucking does. Dude. Uh, October sixth, we get Craven the Hunter. Yo, you skipped a movie, The Creator. That's in September. Did I? Yeah. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, September 29th. Challengers. Uh, September 29th. Yep. Um. Oh, I did by mistake. My apologies, gentlemen. Uh, Ken Watanabe, Danny McBride, Benedict Wong, Allison Janney, Gareth Edwards, and John David Washington with Jim Machan and Kiri Hart. Uh, sci-fi story set in the near future. No other plot details have been announced. <laughs> that's um, literally all you need, dude. That's sick. You should no, watch the trailer to that. You should I ha- watch I the have, trailer. I have, yeah. It just hasn't been on the forefront of my mind. Uh, there's This movie looks fucking dope. This movie it's the dope same shit, director dude. of Rogue One yep. as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do a fucking good movie, man. Do a fucking good movie. Uh, so, October, uh, we get Craven the Hunter on the 6th. Um, yeah, no, I, I think we put our thoughts out on that one earlier. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll I'm, actually, I'm actually I'm kind really of stoked about for it. it, actually. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm like hesitant just because uh, Sony Marvel is Sony Marvel. Uh, and I'm like, I'm not... I don't actually hate the idea of him actually having superpowers. Like, I don't, I don't hate it. Because he does, it, like, just to be very clear, this isn't a spoiler thing, like, he just does it in the comic books. He's just really good at what he does. Yes, um, correct, yeah. And, like, he, like he's just like a Batman-ass sort of dude, but with he hunts animals. Um, it's villainous, you know? And so, like, but they're they're kind of shifting him. They're kind of doing what they did with, uh, with, with Venom, where, like, they're shifting him into more of, like, the... Uh, the anti-hero space but i think like the animal sync stuff would be really interesting to see with like the nature of his character i don't know i, I, I just want to see what they do with it yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see i don't i don't know i'm trying not to ho- hold out too much hope on this bad boy but you know you know i guess Fair. i guess we'll see when we get there uh october 13th we get exorcist believer coming out with leslie odom jr wow. um on that bad boy that is a um exorcist uh, reboot that we're supposed to be getting um then let's see here uh, 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 five nights at freddy's comes out on let's October go. 27th along with baby. the relatively newly announced saw 10 um coming out the same day god damn it can i stop making those fucking movies <laughs> I can't um, remember the last time I saw one of those. I think the last time I Probably saw three. was the one with Chester Bennington in it from Lincoln Park because he's he's what in the, dude. What that I was think, like I one of the hella early ones. Three, I think three. Or I think four. that was three. Like I have, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those movies. Yeah, suck. Those movies are fucking lazy shit. They like, were so the good at first. So at good. first they were, but like they just yeah, yeah man, another whack. But, on the plus side, on November third, we have Dune, Part Two. Yes. Yeah, we don't deserve dude. these fucking movies, man. God damn, those so movies good. are good. God damn, they're good. DJ, God damn, they're good. Hmm? Esco never watched Part One. Failure. That's, well, that's fine. That's fine. Watch it. That's fine. I have not watched Dune. Uh, <laughs> so watch should. it. Uh, God damn, you didn't watch it. November 10th. It is so good. Uh, oh, excuse me. November 10th, we have The Marvels coming out. I'm actually stoked about this one. 
I am not. <laughs> it, it, I, I'm, I'm holding out the hope here that it will be more focused on Miss Marvel than it will be. Me too, dude. It just fucking Brie Larson just leaves a goddamn sour taste in my mouth. Like, I mean, I, I love her as Captain Marvel, but like, just out outside of the movie captain marvel i like captain marvel uh in in captain marvel i was very like uh like i hate that you don't have a personality um but like i don't know i'm i'm hoping that they at least give her some more like candy to chew on in this yeah, fucking maybe, movie you know maybe, what i mean like maybe the ensemble portion of the film will will raise her up because i didn't i didn't dislike i didn't dislike her in um in the in any of the event like the two event and uh end game i did i i thought you know like all fitting and stuff there too but i mean there wasn't like a ton of acting she was just a powerhouse yeah like very momentary so yeah yeah um november 17th hunger games the ballad of songbirds and snakes we're getting the battle royale ripoff part fucking eighty thousand coming out um it's apparently a prequel i've never liked these movies yeah it's uh i don't know we'll, we'll see oh uh, we'll see i mean i was i was okay with it mostly because younger me had a crush on jennifer lawrence but uh we'll, we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes jennifer lawrence isn't in this one i know i was saying i only liked the originals because jennifer lawrence um but yeah again we'll see we'll see uh same day trolls band together <laughs> another trolls movie uh if you feel like we deserve that Fairly we do. Uh, Double November... feature, Hunger Games, then Trolls Band together. <laughs> <laughs> Double feature, let's go, baby. November 22nd, we get the new Disney movie, Wish, coming out, uh, which actually looks super interesting uh, in the way that they're making that one work. But um, And then we move finally into December to tie things off here. We have um, an untitled Disney movie coming out December 1st. That is so planned right now. Who knows if that's actually going to come. Uh, the new Willy Wonka movie comes out December 15th. Um, mm, no. Yep, nope, trust me, I know. <laughs> um, and then December 20th, we have Ghostbusters Afterlife 2 on the schedule. Yes! Goddamn. I still need to see the first. I still need oh, to see Afterlife. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I, I, so I much like, fun, dude, man. Paul Rudd does a great job accident. in that movie. Just, just a complete accident. Like I just fucking, I missed the, yeah, it. Just like missed yeah. by me. And I need to see if I can stream that because I would watch it. Absolutely, dude. Uh, honestly, it would it. be it would be worth renting on Amazon. You know, like com- to be complete. It's a fucking good Ghostbusters movie, man. You're like you'll you'll enjoy yourself. Um, but that same day, we're scheduled for the newest Aquaman movie, but we'll see if that even happens. Um, if we get lucky, it won't come out. What? That's for damn sure, my friend. And that will tie off our movies for the rest of this year. So we have come to our conclusions here. Um, Gentlemen, um, very come very quickly. Name off your most anticipated movie for the rest of this year, Devin. I mean, it it's Dune Part Two. Come on, let's fucking go, baby, Garrett. Oh, Dune Part Two, man! Oh, like, <laughs> like, come on, uh, DJ. 100%. Yeah, like we already know that's gonna be like one of the movies of the year. Like DJ, uh, Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? Hell, Hell yeah, yeah. dude! That's a respectable pick. Yeah, I yeah, wanna, yeah like, no, it looks good. I want to be hyped for that one. Like, I need to get hyped about it. 
Mm-hmm. Mine's gonna be Paw Patrol. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> no, of course it's Dude Part Two, baby. You know what I'm saying? Of course it's Dude Part Two. I we was gonna fucking rock our socks, man. I will say that uh, the creator is probably my number two movie. I'm really interested in that one. I need the Meg two to be the best movie of the year, so I can rub it in your ass' faces. <laughs> I am pretty high for Blue Beetle though. I was like my yeah. runner. I would say Blue Beetle is probably my runner up. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. If I was to do a top five. Going from most oh, anticipated to least. Do, do top three. Do top three. We don't have time for five. Go. I, I mean, I'm not going to talk in depth. It's taking us more Fine. time to go say fast. this. Go fast. Just go. Uh, definitely, definitely. Um, it's Dune Part 2, uh, The Creator, Barbie. Blue Beetle. Barbie. Uh, you're making this go longer. This is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Marvels Barbie. and then Craven the Hunter. Really top five for Craven. Wow, that's. I actually like I think, the idea. I think Craven makes my top five most anticipated too. <laughs> yeah. Damn man, I don't know what was in that trailer that you guys watched. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, Aaron don't Taylor know, Johnson. I don't know. Man. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Aaron Taylor Johnson. I didn't get. I didn't get what they and, were and and either, and you know the Rhino. It looks like we're gonna get a pretty decent Rhino. Paul Giamatti. Dude, yeah. I want him Don't you want to know so why I'm called the Rhino? And I was just like, I tried to do actually. Actually, yeah. yeah. Go on. No, honestly, <laughs> I'm more interested in that than I am actually Craven. Uh, guys, let's talk about our schedule for the rest of this week. Tomorrow we have some shipwreck show coming right back at you guys. Uh, that's gonna be <laughs> not tomorrow. Uh, Thursday. Thursday. Excuse me. We're not doing content on Wednesdays anymore. Um, <clears throat> yes, Thursday we have the shipwreck show uh, live right back in your faces again. Uh, just a reminder, if you are a Twitch subscriber, you can go into our Discord uh, little channel in there called the Shipwreck Submissions channel, uh, where you can write in any question that you want us to answer live on the show. Go be part of that. Put in anything you want us to talk about. We'll answer your questions if it will make good content. And then Friday, we are not doing any content that night. No splash damage, no solo streams, because we all need to go see Indiana Jones in the Dial of Destiny, because we're re- reviewing it on Saturday at 12 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time, right here on this channel, motherfuckers. And uh, yep. we'll see how that goes. <laughs> we will we will see. We will see. Uh, in the meantime, this has been the Good Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you might want to hear uh, live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 12 p.m. right here at twitch.tv slash show. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive post-show content, and soon have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea. Yerg. Garrick, you have one? No? Okay. Uh, you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. We got to get on out of here, everybody. But until next time, my friends, go watch Bird Box. No, don't. Oppenheimer oh. first. No, Expendables. Oppenheimer first. Oppenheimer first, baby. Oppenheimer Double first. Feature, yes. Six hours, okay? Go out of Oppenheimer, go get a drink, and then go back to Barbie. God damn, baby. You know what I'm saying? No truer words I've ever been spoken. Oppenheimer first. It's like it's like yeah. you, you never go ass to mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Never go ass to mouth. Barbenheimer. Oppenheimer is the foreplay.